0: Hey guys, what movie are we talking about this week? Uh we're doing uh, Inside Lewin Davis. Inside Lewin Davis? That's its name? <laughs> oh, is that the uh
1: that the son of Hugh Davis? <laughs> <laughs> Why not?
2: <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Run kill our it's futuristic, like
3: How many creatures do you think you could hold a microphone up to their face and say "squeak" and they wouldn't be annoyed by that? (laughs) Uh, uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, yeah, zero to a
1: hundred percentage wise, (laughs) it's about about a zero. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah, maybe like... mm, No, it's it's all of them. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Yep. Oh well. Maybe a baby, a human baby, they might like it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, if you were like, "Hey, squeak," and they'd be like. <laughs> That's a baby.
0: Impression. I filled my diaper. Uh-huh, I pooped in my diaper. I'm, uh-huh, I'm worthless, baby. I'm worthless. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't contribute at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stressful.
1: <laughs> Change my diaper, please. Oh, I can't do it with my little hands, but I tried. I reached in there. My hands are poopy now, too. Hi, daddy. Touching your face with my hands, daddy. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm worth this. <it. laughs>
3: Welcome to Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen. Each episode we we discuss a movie that we watched. Uh, we talk about it through a series of uh, randomly generated critical context given to us via our contextual computer. Uh, joining me as always is my dear friends are my dear friends and co-hosts because is uh, let me start that again. Joining me as always are my dear friends and co-hosts. Mr. David Gucci. <laughs> and Mr. Matthew Bond. my butt. <laughs> Wait, nice. wrong part. No, 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 <laughs> that's
0: good. <laughs> Wait, wrong Tr- part. <laughs> trust me, your butt
3: is not your wrong part. <laughs> Correct. It's um, <laughs> your good side. Shit, where did it Okay. Uh I couldn't find my phone for a second. I was like, well, the contextual computer got buried in a blanket. Um I buried in a blanket. A sourdough bread bowl. We are going to be discussing a new, a different sort of movie than we usually do. I think, anyway, it's the first movie from venerated writers and directors, the Coen Brothers, on our show. Uh, this week, we are discussing the film Inside Llewyn Davis from whatever year it came out, starring 2013. Oscar- 2013. 2013, yeah. starring Oscar 2013. Isaac, uh, Justin Timberlake, Carey Mulligan, um, Adam Driver, Adam Driver, John and Goodman. Most
1: importantly.
3: <laughs> I mean, and Garrett whatever
1: F, from Minnesota. Garrett Headland, F. Murray, Hedlund, Hedlund, F Murray
3: Abraham. Is Garrett Headland from Minnesota? Yeah, he's from Minnesota. He Rousseau, looks like he's from Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota now that you say uh, it. Up north. Almost <laughs> Canada.
1: Oh. oh. Almost <laughs> Canada. Yeah. That's kind of our state motto in Minnesota is, almost Canada. Hey, almost Canada. Yeah. Which is why we're the best. Yeah. It's not quite as cheap to
3: film here, but uh, it's close.
2: <laughs>
3: you don't get nearly as many uh, tax credits, but you That's know. It's true. But who needs mm-hmm. those? Who who needs those, major film studios? (laughs) Uh, Inside Lewin Davis, for those who haven't seen it, just a quick overview. um, It is about a folk singer in 1961 who is struggling mightily (laughs) against a very difficult uh, financial world and also just general malaise and depression and also... uh, pregnancy scare there's just like a series of mishaps there's a cat that escapes and he has to care for it and then he loses it and then he finds it but it's the wrong cat and that's a whole thing and then john goodman is like the worst but i love him um and then you know it it basically it's a coen brothers movie you know it's not going to go well um (laughs) so we're going to be talking about that through a bunch of critical contexts that are going to guide the discussion at random are you guys excited to get started with the first contest? Hoya. Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, oh, Hoya. Yeah. Stenny, Hoya. Oh, yeah. That's that's for me. And maybe for Bon.
2: Unreliable
3: narrator. Okay. Yeah. Okay, unreliable narrator. Okay. That's one. Let me just check. Hold on. <laughs> I should have double checked. Okay, yes. That is within within... We haven't done that one since... Oh, we haven't done that one since Kung Fu Panda, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. So, unreliable narrator. What uh constitutes... Now, the difference... We've talked about this before, but the difference between this one and someone imagining the whole thing is that this is someone telling the story after the fact and lying about it. Right. Um, lying. So, this is going to be interesting because mm. Inside Lewin Davis takes a particular perspective of a character who ultimately things don't work out for True. him. So... Either he's telling a story, his own story, in a way that's making, that ends up being that brutal for him, or it's being told by somebody else about him.
1: Mm -hmm. I think it could be him. I think the movie actually offers us reasons to think that it might be him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not because I think he's trying to do it towards some end, but because maybe he's just a little disoriented about his life and can't stay on top of it. One of the two things specifically that I think of are the fact that the movie starts and ends with the same scene in a different context in a way that makes you, the viewer feel like maybe it's just this sort of infinite loop that he's trapped in, that he feels like he keeps going back to the gaslight and then getting angry and then getting beat up and then trying it again and again, and he can't find the cat. And the other part is when he comes back from Chicago and he's like, "Hey, did you get that thing done?" And Carrie Mulligan, uh, Jules, Julie, Julie. It's Jim, Jim, and, and June? Judy, June, June, Jean, Jean. Jean. There it is. Jean, that's what we got it. Jim it. and Jeannie. Jim and When Jeannie uh, is like, "No, I'm getting it done on Saturday," and he was like, "Oh yeah, I feel like I was gone a long time, but it actually was just like two days, wasn't it? Huh? That's weird." Like, the sense of time in the whole movie is kind of yeah. wonky.
0: The movie, like, officially is one week. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah that's true. But it feels like it's more, oh, but it also, like, 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 like more. less somehow. Yeah. It feels like yeah. an epic yeah. journey. Yeah. That is really yeah. only just that's a week. just a week. And really only takes place in, like, two cities. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's why I feel like maybe he is having a much worse experience maybe and maybe never even went to chicago who even did go to akron right maybe he went to akron maybe maybe he crashed into that cat and had a trip in his head or something you know i don't know it's like it's hard to know what actually occurs Mm -hmm. in this movie if you doubt his narration because his narration is pretty much what uh, we got and we've
3: all been in this sort of situation where we've been going through some kind of struggle or some kind of Existential problem where time seems to slow way down, Mm -hmm. and we we are aware of every second, and it feels like an eternity. And then when we're thinking back on it later, it's like, God, that was it was the longest, most slow, terrible thing. And then you then when you you put it in context, you're like, Oh, actually, it was like like a week. It was like a very short amount of time, but it just (laughs) felt like an eternity. Sure. Um, So it's possible that this is him sort of recounting what happened over the course of the week, and in like. Extreme detail
0: mm-hmm. to
3: the point that it's, but then it's not unreliable. Is the problem? Right. That's yeah. yeah.
1: Well, well, maybe, maybe but, it still could be if you okay. think of it as the sense of time is completely stretched out the way he's telling it, quote unquote. Where it actually, and then he sort of comes back down to earth when he comes back to Genie and says like, "Oh yeah, whoops." So like, only parts of it would be unreliable. Or maybe, right? maybe he. Well, because well, he, because here,
3: here, here's a couple things. Pretty much, mm-hmm. there's a delineation point in how his narrative shifts from when he goes to Chicago to after. By the on the his way to Chicago, he's convinced he's a good musician with uh, yeah. with a bright future who just needs a shot. He goes all the way to Chicago in order to perform for this dude, and then he's like, eh. He shrugs. You know, he's like, eh. You right. know. I don't see a lot of money in this. Right. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he has to... He goes back and he's ready to give up, but Gene is suddenly nice to him and gets him in a shot at the gaslight. He fails to rejoin the merchant marines for various <laughs> foibles. And... um. Fall almost falls back into folk singing as if it's like it's kind of funny because it's like he he's talking about folk singing be being his career and merchant going back into the merchant marines as being like the him giving net. up yeah. and his safety net but then when he can't get back into the merchant marines he has to go back to folk singing mm-hmm. for the basket to split the basket for yeah. any money
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah
3: so it's kind of like folk singing becomes his fallback which is kind of a weird thing so it, maybe he's trying to justify why he decided to stick with folks singing instead of going through with returning to the merchant Marines. Like maybe he's Mm. maybe in reality, it's just that he said he was going to, but then he got there and he was like, no, this sucks. I want to be a singer still. And so he's acting as if he's, it's like put upon Mm -hmm. him that he was ready to give it up, but he's, he's going to keep going instead of it being the truth, which is he was never really going to give it up. And he Mm. just wanted it to seem like he was, I don't know.
1: What if he's not as good as he thinks he is? I mean, there's definitely (laughs) that. Yeah. yeah, Like because I think he's great, because I saw this movie. Right. And he's Mm -hmm. clearly very good. But what if that's not like what he's playing for real? That's a good point. Like when he plays in front of that guy, he sounds like a backup singer to that guy. When he plays in front of the gaslight, he sounds like a fine folk singer to those people. Mm -hmm. When like but when he was with that other dude, like he played for the joy of the song, like for that family and that that's kind of what they knew him as. And his sister's like, How's the music? Oh, it's like it's okay. He was always just kind of this like fine musician. He does lie I, to her uh,
3: about like the music going really well. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: In order to like cover up the fact that mm-hmm. he's a failure. <laughs> that he's a failure. Like maybe he is Delusional, which many musicians are about their own talent. And maybe that's the part of this movie that's unreliable narration. Yeah. It's not that everything that's happening to him is happening to him. But he tells us, and then I sang that song in the most amazing way, and everybody was blown away. <laughs> and that's not at all what occurred.
3: I have two alternate theories, but I want to hear, Bond, do you have any idea?
0: Yeah, well, I think uh, the way Genie is portrayed as like... At least for the until the very end, like just irredeemably a mean person to him. Yeah. Um, And you don't really see much evidence of him being as bad as she keeps saying he is. Sure. Like that feels like it might be him just being like, Oh no, she's just mean to me, but I'm I'm a I'm I'm a good one. <laughs> uh, so so
1: her characterization is yeah. a product of his unreliable yeah. narration. Oh yeah, I, I like that. that and actually,
0: also uh good. Doogie's best friend, Doogie Hauser's best friend, <laughs> who runs the gaslight. <laughs> yeah. Um his whole Do- th- <laughs> his whole thing about sleeping with women to get on yeah. stage could like okay. totally just be like, Yeah, no, instead of just like being a real nice guy, I'm just gonna sit sort fucked you, or maybe like the whole thing was, hey, if I can say that I fucked you, I'll give you a spot at the gaslight. God, yeah, maybe. <laughs> that, God. Oh God, real quick, that's like really small petty. Stuff, that
3: realization that I had about this movie that I teased before we started recording. Mm-hmm, tease. This is the perfect time to bring it up because you brought up that guy in the gaslight. Yes. Okay. Okay. I was thinking about how the gaslight is portrayed in this movie versus how it's portrayed on the show, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I, w- I was thinking about that, too. Where she is frequently performing and is a very different looking venue, but mm. it's still yeah. technically the same place.
1: Like the same historic place. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah.
3: And then I remembered the guy who runs the gaslight in this movie plays the lawyer on The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, yeah. Wait, the one, shit. For the me? one who goes to he court does. with her and like, Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! The guy who like represents like First Amendment cases and oh wow, yeah, kind of that's kind awesome. I didn't know. Yeah, that. I was like, why do I know this guy? I saw <sighs> him in something recently, and that
1: was it. That's, that's hilarious. hilarious. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> huh. 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 Wow. wow, wow, wow. We should do like a recut of this movie, and by we I mean the coen brothers <laughs> should, uh, should do a recut where like instead of the like bob dylan at the end joke it's, it's mazel <laughs> she goes up and she's like hey what's up it's, it's me the f- it's <laughs> the first episode of the yeah it of just Marvel. transitions yeah. into the first episode of <laughs> that Mrs. would be Maisel. fucking
3: so
2: funny
0: yeah um, that would be amazing like lewin davis is the person that she pushes off the stage
2: yes <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah
0: g- because then they could also the
1: the gilmore girls brothers whatever their name is uh the gilmore brothers <laughs> yeah i don't know whatever they are they could do they could do a recut of the first episode of mrs Maisel too to incorporate lewin davis yes it's perfect oh, what a dream if yeah. only they would team up <laughs> keep giving these filmmakers great ideas No, why are not they picking up on that <laughs>
3: Amy Sherman, Palladino, and the Coen brothers.
1: Yeah, there you go. Thank you.
0: Um, The Amy Sherman pals.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I had two alternate ideas um, of characters who aren't Lewin Davis who Kay. could be telling this story yes. and why I think they could be telling it. Cool. Which is, mm. I think there's a very real possibility that at the end of this movie, Lewin Davis decides to kill himself. much like his partner did Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. they reference it and then when he says like you should rejoin your partner and he's like that's good advice I was thinking that was like shit like he's gonna like rejoin his partner Mm -hmm. who is dead and I was thinking that there are two good possibilities for someone telling this story to somebody else to explain sort of like Lewin Davis's life and what happened to him and why he did that Mm. one is a little less fun, and it's the uh, the um, gold fi- uh, gold, the the two rich, uh, the the, the like that upper are, west like side like his, people he, yeah. he hangs mm. out with. Fuck, yeah. What are their names? The the gold fiends, Goldfine? Like that. Goldfine. gold fine, gold it's because it's a gold fine scat, morphine, gorfine,
0: gorfine, yeah, morphine, gorfine, that's what it is, morphine. gorfine's cat. They just make you feel good, <laughs> 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 make you feel real loopy
3: because they're very clearly um. Sort of a, obsessed with the idea of having this one folk singer friend who they yeah, took in, and they yeah. talk about you know his partner and all that. And so maybe, and they they love to introduce him to new people that they bring over, right? Always brag There's about always new we've people. got this folk singer yeah. friend. So maybe they're telling the story of their folk singer friend and his tragic whatever. That mm-hmm. seems like the kind of thing that they would probably tell at one of their dinner parties, at yeah. dinner party, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they're yeah. like embellishing it a bit but yeah. they're like the last week of his life was crazy and we were very heavily involved because of our cat right because they um, love the celebrity of it yeah rather than
1: actually loving Lily.
3: maybe it is just their story about their cat maybe it's their like <laughs> we have a great story about this cat <laughs> about a cat and it's just tangentially related <laughs> to <laughs> lewin <and laughs> davis
0: <laughs> and then he apologized right. which never actually happened yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is
3: why which is why the cat is like such a quintessential part of the mm. story is because, <laughs> because <laughs> is it's actually cat? about the cat yeah. i mean i was
1: thinking the cat could be an unreliable narrator yeah cats telling the the story telling the story how did let me tell you how i got into this situation (laughs) and then it's inside lewin davis
3: it's eric roberts in a talking oh no no no
1: i'm a talking cat and i
3: was in new york and i ran out of the apartment and i helped this folk singer but he couldn't hear me talk and i can only talk once and i've got this magic (laughs) collar in the woods and i'm (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, I just rewatched Talking Cat last <laughs> yeah, clearly. week.
0: Clearly. Uh, Joan, uh, what what do you think? Squeak. 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 God that was well put, Joan. Good job, Joan. Um, the
3: other what option, the other one, yeah. which is a little bit more, I don't know, there's probably more to it, is June. Because. June? You mean Jean. 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 Fuck. Okay, Jean. Jean. June Carter. <laughs> June Carter. Not June in this movie, Carter. but she's June telling Carter the story cash. later. Yeah. Um, no, Jean, I think could be like sort of relaying what happened to Lewin Davis before that before he killed himself by emphasizing his flaws a lot, especially in the early part of the movie, um, and then like her reaction to it and and justifying it in that way, because it feels very much like she feels justified about every decision she makes throughout the film. Mm-hmm. But then she also shows him that kindness towards the end as if she's Mm -hmm. like reaching out a branch like trying Mm -hmm. to help him uh and like she's like well but i tried you know like to justify Mm -hmm. the fact that before that she was really fucking hated him and was a big part of what happened to him yeah um and maybe she does have a little bit of blame like she feels guilt over that treatment which is why she tells the part about her being nicer to him Right, uh, it,
1: to herself maybe more than anything. Like, yeah. well, at least I was nice to him. Right. Oof. Mm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Huh. But then you there, know. you know, it's it's ultimately inconsistent because there are so many things that are like he's by himself or yeah, he's yeah. in situations right. that no one else would but, know about but, like, the like the doctor's she, office. But like she might
1: just be making that stuff up. Yeah. Like, sure. you know, and that's, she might just be like, she needs to have a narrative for his life. And he may have let on a little bit of it and she embellished it. You know, that's, that's what Unreliable well, narration was thinking, is
3: all about. I was thinking it could be a folk song. Because a lot of mm-hmm. the a lot of the songs are narrative based. Mm-hmm. There's stories of people's lives, and they're kind of like the details of them are odd. Yeah. Where there will be some things that are like really emphasized. That you're like, is that really as important as the other thing you just said mm-hmm. in uh, the other line?
1: Got in a car with a mean big well, baby. Any would in a bathroom? That's like that, that's could could a that, folk song. This <laughs> could be a Bob Dylan song. <laughs> like well, that's the thing. Isn't that's, that's the, the thing.
0: Like this movie is structured like a folk song. Like yeah. there are so many folk songs that don't end happy. They're about all sad they people they're... living a sad life, and Definitely. that's it. Yeah. Whoops. So,
3: so the unreliable narrator is us. No, That's not. That's <gasps> we, not were the sure. the we were the unreliable, all unreliable narrator all along. <laughs> <laughs> along. Who unreliable narrates
0: the unreliable narrators themselves? <laughs> Co- M. Night Cohenland. Cohen.
1: I don't know. I can't. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> nope. That's lawn. it. That's great. That's all great. right. <laughs> Let's do another context, you guys. Yes, please.
3: Spoopy time. What would it take to make this a horror movie?
2: Oh, yes.
3: Spoopy time. Okay, what would it is take to make yeah. this is a horror movie?
1: For this movie specifically? Ooh, yeah. yeah. Here we go. This is the reason I
3: put this context yeah. in here is for uh, movies like this. Okay. All right, oh so Inside Lewin Davis,
1: what would you need to do to make this a horror movie? The first thing that I think of is how how atmospheric the scene is when he goes to Chicago to perform for Bud Grossman? Is that the... But, yeah, I think so. A, is that the, bunch 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 a, the record... I, I think, yeah, I think that's actually... Exec's name or whatever. Yeah, I yeah. I think it was bunch And bunch. he's like, here, that'll be five bucks, and they play in it. They, when he first goes in, it's the only scene in the movie that feels spooky at all because it's a very unoccupied, not mm-hmm. street of New York with a bunch of other people. Like, almost every other scene in this movie is either him alone in a home... With with natural light, or in a crowded club, or on a street, but then that or one, in the car like,
3: scenes, which I think are actually spookier. Mm, mm, also. Oh, but, you know, yeah, but but, they,
1: but that could play that could play into it quite a bit, actually. Yes. I think. But as you're yeah. saying, yeah, yeah. So so I think maybe that's that's the scene that comes to me as that could be a horror confrontation. Maybe it's maybe this movie kind of nudges into. Hmm, what's that guy's name? wow it's not going to come to me uh sold his soul at the crossroads what's that guy's name oh robert johnson thank you robert johnson i was like dennis johnson so So bud Grossman is kind of the devil yeah exactly i think it's a more spiritual idea and i think him getting into that car to go to chicago is a little bit more uh a dream kind of thing because the movie actually isn't very good about telling us why that's happening uh, I noticed which, that on this part? watch, uh, the only mention of that car going to Chicago is like Al, yeah, Al saying, Hey, this car is going to Chicago. And he's yeah. like, Oh, interesting. And that's it. And then it. there's, he just gets in and uh, the weird, what, what's his name? Uh, five, five Johnny five, Johnny five, Johnny five is just like, Ugh. and then weird sleepy baby. John Goodman is in the back <laughs> being horrible. Rupert uh,
3: something. I can't remember his last name. We should really have IMDb up. I always fine. fuck this
0: up anyway. Well, I think uh they actually do give a hint that there could be some uh some horror movie elements at play. Um because John Goodman's character practices Santeria and things you yep. wouldn't yes. even know about. Exactly. And maybe Which, that's uh, what causes him to live in this loop that we discussed earlier of the worst fucking week of his life. Oh, and he's shit. stuck in that and it he is. has to keep living the worst yep. week. That's he a really had. good idea.
3: Uh, yeah, if you took that line more literally, yeah. less of a joke because it's very funny in the movie as it is yeah. now. But like, if they made it more serious, yeah. honestly, I think you just have to take out all of the like comedic relief moments, or, or mm. almost all of them. Like the "Please, Mr. Kennedy"
1: scene is out. That yeah. whole story is <laughs> out. yeah, totally out. Yeah. A lot or, of the stuff with the like is like out. The first scene, because you do need some tension breakers in a horror movie, but, mean, in act, like, stuff, but in the first jokes and you got to front yeah. load that stuff. Yeah,
3: but I think yeah, I think stretching like really emphasizing the trip to and from Chicago, Absolutely. and making it much more because it's like a psychological. It's torture a dark for time. Him, yeah, basically. it's
0: like it follows, but the thing that's following is failure. Yes,
2: he's like
3: <laughs> he's he's like he, he's chasing his dream. He gets mm-hmm. there, he realizes that it's actually a nightmare, and then mm-hmm. he has to try and escape back to his reality, but he can't. You know, his yep. life, his life will never be the same. Mm-hmm. That he, scene with the cat, he
1: definitely is like a demon of some kind instead of a cat. <laughs> or it's
3: just like, like there's more think... blood or like it is yeah, more, more like blood. the guilt of like having killed this beautiful thing, you know, really mm, Right, you
1: see the cat's body on the road for sure and right. it's like way bloodier somehow than it ever could be. Yeah. They'd,
3: like they'd have to lean really hard in, like you wouldn't actually have to change that much of the plot details of his day-to-day existence, just because, why it was happening. Is, yeah, yeah. Just why it was happening and also just like way more macabre like mm-hmm. way more like mm-hmm. bleak mm-hmm. as as sad as this movie is <laughs> dialing that up and then like because it, then it's it's not like what we were doing the christmas carol and we were all the ideas were just making it sadder right and yeah this one it's already sad mm-hmm. but like by emphasizing it more it becomes more torturous it becomes mm-hmm. more like maniacal almost like like this is almost like a hell of his own making or he
0: is yeah. in hell or he yeah or he's the partner that did jump off the bridge and this is him this is like <laughs> this is his jacob's ladder scenario yeah this is jacob's ladder <laughs> scenario where like oh this is what happened because i jumped off this bridge and this is what i have to live through for eternity <laughs> because of john for goodman eternity. yeah because of john
1: i goodman. do love the idea that john goodman like you, you bump that up into the movie a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's like 40 minutes in or something yeah. instead of an hour in. Or like, he
0: is like the husband of the folk singer lady Sure, that right. right. You right. kind of yeah. blend those characters together. <laughs> yeah.
1: But he causes that and then the last two acts of the movie sort of are him trying to escape, which I actually think it makes it a lot less sad because mm-hmm. this movie's sad because he's just trying to make it and he can't. Yeah. Not because someone put a curse on him <laughs> and he's trying to escape this yeah intentional very explicit curse that's been put on him well it doesn't that's have like to be that explicit a, yeah. honestly
3: if they front loaded that John Goodman scene honestly if the movie started with him getting in the car to Chicago <laughs> mm. or like maybe just before it and mm-hmm. then like John Goodman's part is early and he makes that joke about like that line about the curse and they do it mm. play it more seriously mm. they wouldn't even have to bring it up again because yep. then from then on that's like a very key scene if you front load it enough okay, that becomes a key scene that can travel through the rest of the narrative and then maybe like maybe he goes to jump off the bridge and then it starts again and we loop back mm. and he's trapped he's trapped in the loop and of course he doesn't remember it he doesn't know mm. he's trapped in the loop mm. but he is still trapped in the loop and he has to relive this horrible experience yeah. of his life like the 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 crumbling of his dreams yeah becoming destitute seeing his father wither away like all the all the things that make that part of his life, the most miserable, he has to experience over and over and over and, again.
0: And it's not even that he can't find success in his dreams, he also can't find success in a normal job either. Yeah. Like it, he just can't it, find right. success, period. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: Just no matter what he does, everything is a failure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or so, everything is shit. And of and his own. He
0: doesn't know name. why it's suddenly shit. <laughs> yeah, that's like true. John yeah. Like John yeah. Goodman says. like John Goodman
1: says. Well, how is that a horror movie? We need to dial up some elements of it because you know, I love.
0: It feels, that. It feels it's, kind of like a psychological horror thing. I think yeah. Jacob's Ladder. It's like a good some kind of like existential horror. Yeah. yeah, existential horror. Yeah,
3: I think. Yeah, I mean, there are definitely ways to make it more supernatural or more right. like yeah. objectively mm, violent. There's probably ways to do sure. that for sure. Yeah.
0: Well, Johnny Five like seemed like he was probably a killer down the loose. He seemed like he had some <laughs> shit going
3: on. Yeah. Every every scene in the car really felt like at any second they could just yeah. roll off well, the road, and, and that was that like, cop seemed very
0: keen to arrest him. Yeah, he knew. Yeah,
3: <laughs> he knew. That could have been huh. like vicious. Mm-hmm. You know, that could have been like a vicious, violent kind of situation. You know, mm. could have gotten
1: some blood. I really like the idea of John Goodman's character, who I'm gonna
0: look up right now. Yeah, we should probably find that name, huh? Yeah, I'm just yeah. going to do it. Or maybe
3: instead of hitchhiking with that guy to get back to New York, he kills him and takes his car, but he keeps him in the passenger seat, so it looks like he's just sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: and that's why he doesn't wake up when that's he slams he on the brakes. That's he never wakes up when he slams on the brakes, <laughs> yeah.
3: It's because he's actually dead. He's dead, yeah, yeah actually. Or yeah, he slams not? on the brakes, guy hits his head, and fucking dies, and now we got like a hereditary situation.
0: Yeah. And also uh, unreliable narrator. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Roland Turner. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Roland Turner.
3: God, he's such a. He's, he's just terrible. the most brutal character. He does. John Goodman does that so well, especially in Coen <laughs> Brothers movies. Yeah. Where he plays this sort of irredeemable pompous dick who mm-hmm. thinks he's 100% right and never really feels as if he's wrong <laughs> never, like, no, I, never no. he never uh, realizes his comeuppance he might get his comeuppance like you know brother where art mm-hmm. but he never seems to have that moment of
1: like oh I'm the worst <laughs> yeah no no way <laughs> I really like the idea of him showing up at multiple points throughout the movie maybe as a hallucination maybe as a spirit of some kind and poking like in every scene where something bad is happening like uh lewin plays a song in that Stage and it doesn't go well, and then Bud gets up and leaves, and Lewin's still sitting there. And then he he feels a poke poke from the cane yeah. of Roland Turner, and he turns around, and Roland's like, "Your life is shit." <laughs> and then he disappears, like, and it's like, "Oh my god, it's been you the whole time!" Like he just keeps showing up and like poking him after bad things happen because <laughs> yeah. he just loves to poke or things. Or there's that like a distinctive so <laughs> sound to his cane. yeah, like the, yeah. the, the, the clicking of so his cane, and then he just hears that yeah, yeah, throughout yeah. The, throughout mm-hmm. the movie. I love that. And
3: opinion. then yeah, I think also a lot of horror movies that are like more psychological mm-hmm. nightmare sequences yeah which
1: and, is this definitely
3: yeah and i think he could definitely have like you know he sleeps if we see him sleeping a few times yeah he times. sleeps a lot mm-hmm. he could i mean he's got a lot going through his mind we they could really dial up some like fucked up nightmares for yeah, this dude true. um you know he's he's dealing with here like a lot of violent things that show up in other horror movies abortion is a is a thing that has mm-hmm. come up since like rosemary's baby and like stuff like that that's a key thing um you know in the omen with childbirth in general the fact that he has a son yeah he has and a didn't son even know that or a daughter i guess we don't know oh. he had a baby yeah. a two-year-old and we don't even know two-year-old. um he didn't even know you know that that kind of thing and then finding that out and then realizing like what happens when that kid tries to find out who its dad is like yeah. santeria yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, like, I think there's plenty of fuel for him to have some really fucked up nightmares if they wanted to dial up the, like, creep factor. And then in his waking world, it doesn't have to be quite as, like, Mm. obviously gory, that kind of thing. Yeah. But having those nightmares to punctuate how awful his situation is can give us a visual metaphor for the horror he's feeling without having to break the realism of the story too much.
1: Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. It's all—it's like a Shutter Island. Yeah, sort of, Shutter sort of Island experience. is a good example too. Because I would mm-hmm. say that's like—it is a horror movie, but it's also a thriller, and it's also just like psychological, and it's hard to say yes, this is a scary movie, but it's definitely a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And it's hard to define like what's real and what's not sometimes. Yeah.
1: That—that
0: mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> that wasn't real.
1: <laughs> Inside Lewin <Yeah>,
0: Davis. Exactly. <laughs> Pull out your insides, Lewin Davis.
1: <laughs> it's called Lewin Davis's Insides. <laughs> That's what it's called.
0: Now, this is a tangent apropos of nothing, but I would love to see Inside Out, Inside Lewin Davis edition.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Ooh.
0: Ooh. At the helm Sadness Inside out Yeah sadness I mean you can't be (laughs) A folk
3: singer like that And anger Sadness and anger And disgust It seems like a lot Disgust (laughs) Seems like pretty much Everything but joy Yeah (laughs) There's not much joy Going on there Maybe not as much fear either But definitely Yeah Maybe a little little.
1: there's There's some It's in the mix But he's like very spiteful
0: And
3: looks down on other people A lot Take him to the gaslight for me (laughs) Got (laughs) him God, amazing! That's actually fucking phenomenal.
1: <sighs>
3: yeah, this movie could be a pretty interesting horror movie.
1: Yeah, I think it's got. I think it's got the potential.
3: You could honestly. I mean, you'd have to change the music, mm-hmm. but there's ways to make. There are creepy ass folk songs out there. You just swap out for
0: some of those. Yeah, totally. Just get like. Uh, uh, Colin Malloy to write some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> or do like they did in Green Book, where they play
3: music, but it fades out, and it's more about the sort of like the performance of it being like a visual metaphor for for like a violent act. Oh, interesting. Or, or okay. for you know, rather than the music itself. Like there, in Green Room, there's that scene where they're playing their punk show, and it starts out. You can hear the song. And regardless of what the song is, the sound fades out. Yeah, and it's it cool. transitions to this sort of like ethereal noise kind mm-hmm. of thing.
0: And that way, that could be a good that way the music doesn't, doesn't alienate people that don't like the music. Well, that it also <laughs> doesn't it also
3: doesn't break the spell of horror,
1: mm-hmm. it, right? And in fact, can transform a song that might be cool into a song that sounds scary.
0: Yeah,
3: mm. exactly. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. I think that a cappella quartet. Uh, could be terrifying. Punch <laughs> Brothers?
3: There <are> some, <laughs> yeah. There are some definite creepy ass oh, acapella yeah. songs. Those
1: sweaters, yeah. mm-mm, they're showing up in a nightmare for sure. <laughs> I like the sweaters. <laughs> I, I like the sweaters. I said that. <laughs> and I was like, I like the sweaters and then he was like, I like the sweaters. It's I like, like I, those, sweaters. Mm, I those
3: sweaters. I want to touch those sweaters. I want to fuck your sweater, bro. <laughs> God, that guy.
1: You know, people come here because they want to Fuck those <laughs> sweaters.
3: Some of them want to fuck the sweaters. <laughs>
0: huh? yeah. Fuck the sweaters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The You're sweaters. Saying some of them want
3: to fuck the sweaters. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that line's so good. Go hang so out with good. Doogie. This is so good. Gross. <laughs> uh, you guys want to hear their context? I hate that man. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Is
3: this die hard? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be. It? Okay. Is Inside and Davis die hard? Now, I know we know the answer to this pretty instantaneously,
0: mm-hmm. because
3: of all of the movies this has come <laughs> up for,
0: this is probably the least die hard. Yeah, this is the first one I'll be like, no. Maybe not. <laughs> Counter-argument. But maybe,
1: maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> that, I, mean, I mean, that's the whole point. <laughs>
0: so in what ways is Inside okay. Lewin Davis- driving- like <laughs> There's a guy comfortable in a car. There's a guy so who is comfortable just in a car. Just chilling in the back of that car. Just okay. chilling. Okay, it is Die Hard, but it's only yeah. the scene where he's walking on the broken glass.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh walking
1: on.
0: Oh, yeah. Walk oh, walk
1: oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's a micro like It's like, do, it's like do, do, Shrek Retold. It's They take one scene. Told. Told. What, and what are you
0: walk- talking what the about? Fuck? I need you to explain yourself, you even to... though we just cut you off from explaining yourself. Do, do you know what Shrek
1: Retold is? I don't. Oh, it's a bunch of animators that redid Shrek, but they did scene by scene but in different animation styles it's actually very cool oh, <laughs> surprisingly that sounds very cool. yeah i didn't know
3: that existed uh, yeah either. it's
1: like that except they do a full length movie for each scene in diehard and this one is the glass scene <laughs> that would be insane and yep. terrible you got that <laughs>
3: honestly, <laughs> honestly as a project that would be the worst idea yeah. ever you're not wrong um
0: jump off the washington bridge after
3: that yeah for sure especially if you had to watch them all in a row oof 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 that's some Santeria shit right there. I don't know what that means. But um I would say Hey, shout out to Sublime, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they're getting yeah. they're getting a lot of credit off of inside yeah. Lewin Davis. <laughs> Finally they're relevant again. Um <clears throat> But wait, but he didn't practice Santeria is the thing.
0: Well, unreliable narrators,
3: man. But he also didn't have a crystal ball. Yeah, but unreliable (laughs)
1: narrator. That's fair. (laughs) He's
0: trying to throw... He's trying to... Sublime is an unreliable
2: narrator.
3: (laughs) I've always been saying.
1: Yeah, unreliable narrator. (laughs) They were probably playing... Two truths and a lie. <laughs> <laughs> What's the third thing he so, says?
3: <laughs> I had a million dollars no, when I, I spent it all. But I spent it all.
1: So those are the three. So either, I <laughs> either had a million dollars, he doesn't practice <laughs> Andrea, he doesn't have a crystal ball, ball or he, or or he, he had spend. a million dollars yeah, yeah, but he, he spent, spent it all. all. So uh, one of
3: those is a is one of those is a lie, and the other two are true. <laughs>
1: I think the first two are true, and the third yeah. So <laughs> so no, no, it could be that the second two are a lie, and he does practice. He does practice Andrea? I think that's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, there we go.
3: Yeah. or he owns a crystal ball. That would probably be the cheap of the three. Yeah, yes. I could buy one
0: right now. Yeah, weeks. Sublime wide open. We're yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
3: is Inside Lewin Davis Sublime. Die Hard? Uh,
1: <laughs> is it the band Sublime? <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, how how else is it like Die Hard besides okay. the Brooklyn? Besides scene the, the comfortable car and the comfortable the car. comfortable guy in a car. There is a comfortable guy in a car. He is just loving it back there. Um, I think there's
3: um smoking. There's a lot of smoking. Ooh, a lot of smoking. Yeah. Lot of, lot of, a yeah. lot of cigarette smoking, uh, mm.
0: relationship difficulties. Punches. Yep. There were punches. There were punches, yeah, yeah. Are there some... any drugs
1: in Die Hard?
3: Mm. Were there any drugs in Die Hard? Yes. The, uh, <laughs> the, the, that like really douchey guy who is in the office who's like, hey buddy, I can get you this gold fucking watch. Like that guy, the oh, swaggery shit. dude, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. they catch him doing coke at nice. one point. That's right. in a bathroom? Uh, yeah, on, an, on a desk. That's
1: um, like in the bathroom of offices.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I piss and shit on my desk all exactly. the time. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. Cool. So we got a one for one comparison there. One Good. for one <laughs> comparison. Uh, let's see. Guns? How many guns? How many guns? Mm. No, mm. guns. no guns.
3: No Maybe guns. Maybe it's not. Dying. They do reference weapons of war. Yeah, or that's weapons true. of. What does he call it? Is like yeah, to, and toys. And toys? Armaments? Yeah, what the hell
1: does he call them? He says he doesn't like he doesn't army like, toys or military toys. He doesn't
3: like like weapons of war. He, yeah, he like has a weird yeah. distinction yeah. between yeah. like Just learning to kill and like not liking specific things. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. that character was odd. I like that character. Yeah. Um yeah, relationship difficulties I think are a big part of it. Mm, I think mm-hmm, sort of yep. the the looming um, I mean, the sort of absent father uh, stuff because hey. in Die Hard, his kids are living in LA and he's living in New York so he has to fly all the way out there to see them.
1: Terrible. Mm. Mm. Also and, New, York. New York. Hey, New, <laughs> hey New, <laughs> York. New, York. From New York. New York. It's a character in hey, the York. movie. Hey, hey You know, New York. York really is a character in this film. Yeah, it is. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> is there an argyle yeah him yeah it's johnny five johnny five he's the driver i mean he's the valet he's, he's the valet excuse he, me he's the valet but he's also like to the tone of diehard to the tone of inside lewin davis johnny five is the argyle yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, he fits the tone in the <laughs> same way just as like a as a corollary. Um <laughs> Johnny <laughs> Five. It's the fact that his name is Johnny Five, yeah, too, I just can't get over it. Um It's good stuff. Let's see. Uh there was never a Please Mr. Kennedy sort of scene in, no, that's in
1: Die Hard, but there was a lot of humor. I mean, did Bruce Willis want to be shot into space? Cuz I don't think he did. No, no. Which no. is pretty much the message of Please Mr. Kennedy.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I, that song was basically written about Die Hard. there
3: is a fair a, amount of
1: cold war tension going on in Die Hard,
3: mm, like su- subtext cold war tension and he was like
1: hey am i a communist what do you think i am and the other guy was like mm, <laughs> said a secret <laughs> passcode yeah, or something he he like yeah he muttered something real quick well he muttered really a hard little hard. uh call and response thing i'm sure for a communist sort of maybe thing. i don't know it was like a, oh does the robin sing at night and then you know <laughs> uh Lewin yes. wasn't a communist, so he <laughs> didn't know the answer to that. And he was like, you know what? Never mind. I need $140. Oh, man. Yeah, there were communists, and there were communists. So There were communists, and more. then there were communists. <laughs> now, there are two kinds of people in this <laughs> world. Communists
0: and communists now, and here's losers. <laughs> here's the here's the real kicker. Kick me. Who is the Reginald Vell Johnson in this Yeah, party? yeah. Who that? I would she, say... The dad from Family Matters, but also the police chief. And uh, oh, he's <laughs> see, not the police see. chief. He's just oh, a beat cop. Who, he is a beat who, cop. He's that's the, right. He's
3: the one who comes to the to the tower that's and right. like is the only cop who believes that Bruce Willis is actually like there to help and not one of the terrorists, like mm. just trying no, to trick them.
1: Um, uh, probably the the uh, Upper East Side or Westside, I don't remember which one it was. Oh, the, yeah, the the yeah, the Gorefines. yeah, the Gorefines. Yeah. They are the... Yeah. The original Bill Johnson. The reg- yeah. Because they believe in him and they're just yeah. supporting him. I was going like, to say either no, 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 the Gorefines or Justin Timberlake, but yeah, I think the Gorefines are yeah. a better example. Mm-hmm. I don't think JT really helps out that much. And by he that, I mean in that Jim. <laughs> but Jim Timberlake. J- Jim. Justin Jimberlake. <laughs> Justin Jimberlake. I think that's his official character name. If Justin Timberlake
3: doesn't show up in episode nine, I'll be very sad because I just want there to be a special feature on the DVD of episode nine of them doing please mr kennedy in full star wars seriously
1: oh yes please Uh, no kidding no kidding adam driver i I love a shout shout. oh shout him warming up whoop 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 god (laughs) it's so disorienting i love it so much oh my god they're just practicing the actual song he's
0: over there going whoop 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 And, Mm -hmm. and oscar has like Llewyn Davis is spending so much. He's <laughs> trying so hard not to take note of it and just focus on the song yeah. until finally he just breaks and just like can't help but look over. Like, what the fuck
1: is it's this? A, guy doing? What are you doing? Why <laughs> what are you here? Happening? Yeah, <laughs> and it all comes together. Beautiful song. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. song.
0: So good. Um,
3: yeah. I mean, it, there's, it, a com- there's a lot of. There's a lot of. There's a lot. Of, there's like a yeah. transit hub scene because he's in the airport at the beginning yeah. of Die Hard, are and there... he's in that train station slash mm-hmm. bus terminal in Inside Lou Davis at one mm-hmm. point in Chicago.
1: Mm-hmm. Is there? Are there any comedy clubs in Die Hard? No, but there yeah. is him talking
3: into the walkie-talkie and making <laughs> <laughs> qui- quippy one-liners.
1: <laughs> well, I think you got it. Yeah, it's pretty close.
0: Man, I've never. Felt so wrong of my initial yeah, media reaction exactly. to the context. This we great. always
1: think no, and then
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe it is though. So who is the cat in Die Hard? Mm. Oh, mm. Uh, the cat can represent a number of things. I think the cat <laughs> is gonna definitely be. Um, I'm spacing out his name. Oh, uh, uh, Hans, Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber, yeah. Hans Gruber, he's the Gruber. Alan Rickman character. Yeah, yeah. I oh, think the cat is Hans Gruber. Because
1: he's like chasing it.
0: Yeah. That's
1: a good point. Yeah. Yeah, he's chasing that yeah, cat. You going to
3: catch me.
0: As Hans Gruber mm-hmm. is famous for saying. That's,
1: that's, that's true. true. The cat really does cause a lot of his problems <laughs> through chasing him. And
3: then he mm. catches him at one point and then he gets away.
0: Yeah. He gets he, away. He gets away. Does he ever find yeah. a
1: fake Hans Gruber? <laughs> no,
3: but Hans <laughs> Gruber pretends to be somebody else and uses Shit. an American accent to trick him. And, oh gives him, and he gives him that fake gun. Oh, oh the, man. Cat Dude, is the cat is oh Hans Oh, my God. Wow, that's easy. That's hilarious. Again, and card. Bonnie Bedelia is Carrie Mulligan. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> we did it.
0: It's wow, so that's, yeah. This so, is, huh. yes. this is uh, we might have actually watched yeah. Die Hard, you this, guys. This, we went from, like, this is the least like Die Hard to this is probably the most like Die
3: Hard <laughs> yeah, that we've watched. <laughs> I do think what that, is, that it has has the, the most, most comparison is points. every time we're able to talk ourselves into it being <laughs> Die Hard, and that's, that's why it's on this show. <laughs> it's so good. It's just perfect. I still gotta make you fucking watch Die Hard again. I don't
1: know. It's getting to the point where we've done this context enough that I feel like I've seen it. Oh, David Baby. David, I actually baby, love that movie. Ooh, coming David down Baby. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> David Baby. All
3: right, guys. Well, now that we've determined we watched Die Hard, do you wanna do another context? Sure do. What product placement is hiding in this movie? This context brought to you by Samsung. What product placement is hiding
1: in inside Lou and Davis? <laughs> <laughs> uh Gibson. Gibson guitars. Gibson, yeah. uh, Gibson yes. for sure Columbia because they're Records like, "Hey, sure. you want to you play a Gibson?" and he's like, "Yeah, only if it's your amazing Gibson wink to the camera." That's true. Like it was a it was explicit. Uh also steel tone also. The steel tone, but I think steel tone was kind of like a he was a little disappointed. When he played it, so I think Gibson paid to put steel tone in it. Oh, As and the like people who shit shit the steel it, tone uh, were, like, yeah. were like, were like, they're the bougie ones. So yeah. Gibson's like, uh-huh. Gibson's like, dunk steel on those assholes tone. who <laughs> think they play acoustic guitar but they don't. Right, right,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah nice. I was gonna say unions, and I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> n- maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe like corporations. <laughs> yeah, this this could be the non-unions.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not really a pro-army. <laughs> movie, oh, the no. army? No, yeah, kind you think of. It is. is? I you feel like that is?
3: military dude is like maybe the most sympathetic character in the film. Yeah, mm. he's the one that everyone's nice to. He succeeds. You're he right. talks about how. well oh, it's not like you're
1: picturing it. Yeah. it's you know yeah, it's actually that's a good pretty point. good. You know. Yeah, and it's Lewin who has a problem with the army because he's irresponsible, right. not because the army is bad. Right. Mm. He's like,
3: oh, the discipline part, which you're thinking of, and I thrive on that. Yeah, because yeah. he's a good
1: person. He's a, a good boy. boy. He's a good boy. He is a he's dog. He's a little bit like yeah. a dog, though, a dog. and yeah. a robot at the same time. Yeah. A, dog, a dog robot. A dog bot. K9 yeah. from Doctor Who? Yes, there. yes. Is this yeah. movie Doctor Who? Ooh. No. Uh, so
0: <laughs> sure no. enough. <laughs> One for each ghost. <laughs> no. um, <I> <laughs> it was slowly turning into that. <laughs> It was. Um, hmm. Hmm. Let's
1: see. What is the context uh, we're doing? Cats.
3: Product placement. Cats. Cats. Yeah. The Humane
1: Society. Uh, cats. Yep. Uh, and Although, keeping them inside. Outdoor cats. Negative. Thumbs down. Bad. 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 Indoor. Keep cats. them inside. Don't Thumbs let them up. out. Lou and Davis. Mm-hmm. You irresponsible asshole.
0: Also, cat rescues. Hell yeah. Cat, cat rescues, rescues for sure.
3: For sure. Yep. Although you're not supposed to give milk to cats because it's bad for their tongues. Yeah, tum-tums. that's true. Mm. I and thought and he that does too. That I was like multiple mm-hmm. times.
1: Well, but he's bad. He's, he's a dumb, bad, bad irresponsible asshole. Bad, like I've true. said three times in this context already. <laughs> and the cat does come back even without his helps.
3: So it's their way of saying mm-hmm. like, you don't even have to worry about the cat getting out. He'll come back.
1: Yeah, cats yeah. are so easy. Cats are so easy. <laughs> that's the that's the argument for this week. Cats are
0: so easy. Yeah. <laughs> Look at them. So <laughs> much easier than being a folk artist. <laughs> Yeah. So folk choose to be a cat if you have the choice. Yeah. If you or could have a cat, not a folk career, <laughs> would you rather mm. be a cat <laughs> or be a folk artist? Honestly, cat. Cat. Yeah. yeah. For yeah, sure. Cat. Absolutely.
1: One hundred percent. Cat. Yeah. For one hundred percent kids. <laughs> <laughs> I, is this so? Folk music makes out pretty well in this movie. To sure. me, I enjoyed the folk music mm-hmm. that was featured, but also it kind of gets shit on a lot by the movie, like. Do we think? But it gets shit on by bad people. Mm. John Goodman shits
3: on it, and yeah. John Goodman is maybe the worst. And then the maybe guy who the runs worst. the gaslight is <gasps> kind of a shitbag, and yeah. he's like kind of iffy on folk mm-hmm. music, uh, and he just wants to monetize yeah. it. Yeah, he just like, whatever,
1: when, I don't know about the smoke thing, but sure.
0: Yeah, when in, and when Inside Lewin, no, when Lewin <laughs> Davis when <inside> Lewin. <laughs> when was like, uh, in a very, very bad state and bad way, that's when he shits on it
1: true 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 but just because he's like sick of it because every artist gets to the point where they hate their work and they mm-hmm. hate their culture and they hate the uh ways in which they're performing and other people right. are trying to perform every, Everybody mm-hmm. gets there on oh, yep. the
3: monetization of yeah. music is what causes all of the problems yeah, right disenchantment or right?
1: yeah no. huh interesting um abortions abortions yeah and abortions fuck, fuck yeah, yeah abortions <laughs> Yeah, uh, definitely abortions and how they are, you know, safe and yeah. fine to and do. And apparently easy to get out of and yeah. not tell well, anyone about.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, he didn't have I
0: mean, a contact yeah, number. Fine. Well, and, uh, yeah. Because he's irresponsible. Homelessness. Anyway, sorry, abortions. <laughs> yeah. Abortions, whether you have one or not. Yeah. Because, yeah, they're, like, they're just. It's there. a choice. There's a, a mm. two year old kid yeah. out there because somebody chose not to have it's an a abortion. choice. And then mm. there's somebody that's choosing to have one and whatever.
1: And that's also fine.
3: Whatever. Also fine. No, whatever. It's also fine. But no, it's also fine. fine. Yeah.
0: And if the first one doesn't happen, the docs got the next one covered because you already paid for the one that didn't happen. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. It's so
0: nice. Yeah, you, that's such a you, weird idea. And you gave up the royalties to pay for that thing that you didn't need to have the money Oof, for, which oh makes that man. so much worse. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Yeah, this this movie doesn't isn't kind to the well, it's not unkind to the music industry either. It's just kind of neutral about it. No. Yeah, it's it's just like, like they're trying to brutal. make money. Come on. Like yeah. they're they're there making money. They, they don't screw him over at all. They just don't want no, to that's sign true. him. That's true. So, well,
3: I mean, his manager
1: Mel is kind seems of seems
3: like something shady and incompetent, and yeah. doesn't
1: send the record to Bud yeah. Grossman and then when F, he says he F does. F. Murray
3: Abraham's character is kind of like, kind of focused too much on the monetary aspect mm-hmm. and not yeah. on the talent, because he could yeah. tell he
0: was like still impressed, but, like he's like he's got talent. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah.
1: Huh? Yeah. So it's not it's but, not but the music Columbia industry. Records, it's like Columbia the actual records like big record company in yeah. the movie
3: is fine they're, they're nice to him they get mm-hmm. him this gig they offer him uh you know they offer to give him royalties but he chooses yeah. to go as an independent contractor so he can get money right away mm-hmm. and they explicitly tell him you're not right. gonna get royalties if you yeah. do this but he's
1: like okay he's like that doesn't matter i'm an independent contractor yeah yeah you know what columbia records definitely is a product that <laughs> they, they, in come this out, movie. they come out quite well yeah. in in comparison to the rest of the industry they're the ones that help him and just give him a shot yeah yeah, even though he didn't bring his guitar, no. it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Gibson for sure is like the best one, and then cats are the second best one. Yep, hats. <laughs> uh, yeah, coats. Yeah, <laughs> hats oh, coats? Having yeah. coats
3: yeah. in winter. For sure, yeah, coats. yeah. Burlington Coat Factory <laughs> probably made a mint after this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they had their own line of Inside Lewin
1: Davis coats. They were like, "You want to get Inside Llewellyn Davis? Llewellyn." I always say that. Inside Lewin Davis. <laughs> well, because get there's that other Coen, very famous Cohen
3: brothers movie where the main character's name is Llewellyn. It's pretty confusing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Thanks, Cohen brothers.
1: Th- hey, thanks, Cohen. Hey, thanks a brothers. lot. Thanks a lot, Cohen Brothers. <laughs> <Ugh>. yeah,
0: Burlington, <laughs> Burlington Coat, Burlington Factory. Coat Factory. Hey, clean up your stores, just real quick, Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> clean up your stores. Yeah, clean them up. That's that's one hundred percent true. Yeah, Brought I went to you by one...
3: Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> I went into <laughs> calling themselves out. I went into a Burlington Coat Factory the weekend after they opened a new one. It was the bra- it was a brand new Burlington Coat Factory. that had been open for a few days and it was already a shit show. Yeah. There was stuff just everywhere. Like completely
0: good- poorly sorted, just. Goodwills look nicer than Burlington Co. Factory. Yeah, I've been to some nasty Burlington's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the thing though, it's a factory. Why are you going to the factory? You don't, you don't go to a food factory and expect them to like cook it for you as a factory? Uh, cheesecake
0: factory? That's true. Uh, cheesecake Factory. Uh, cheesecake Factory. Uh, the one uh, example I can give cheesecake you.
1: Cheesecake Factory. Point accepted. <laughs> that is the Cheesecake Factory, and uh, they, and the they have factory, service right? with a
0: smile. <gasps> and the Spaghetti Factory. The Spaghetti Factory. Yeah, the Cheese and Coat and Spaghetti Factory. You know, those three Welcome things go Welcome to, to the Cheesecake Coat Spaghetti Factory.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a VeggieTales movie. Oh, no. Does I'm it? Sorry. Which Bible story is that? Uh, Daniel. Okay. <laughs> It's damn Daniel. (laughs) It's
3: damn Daniel. Back at it again with whatever you do in the Bible.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Hitchhiking? That's not a product. No, <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> well, <laughs> neither are coats in general. Coats are well, products. Coats are, products. are absolutely
0: one but of those. But like, this. there's not like a
1: coat council.
3: Sure, it would be sure, like sure, a sure. specific coat yeah, that's brand. A good point. Yeah. Mm. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Or hats.
1: Was there in cars? Well, I mean, are, is um,
0: there? I mean, got milk? Is uh, yeah, milk no, is definitely very, there. Milk's there, and
1: yeah. it's it's. But that, poured those in a sweaters, pleasing way. Those
3: sweaters <gasps> Those
0: sweaters, 100%. sweaters, shit. Yeah, like those sweaters. White cardigans.
3: Even, even when he is at his lowest point and super cynical and hates everything and is mean sweaters. to that old later. Old later? <laughs> that old later. later. <laughs> old later. He still likes those
0: sweaters. <laughs> Listen to old later. Listen to here, old later. <laughs> 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 Wow! It's How'd so... you get the gig, old later? How'd you get this
3: gig, old later? <laughs> You're wearing gigum <gigging> panners.
0: <laughs> panners. <laughs> Oof! Show old... us your panners. Those old later panners. <laughs> Those old later panners.
1: Mm. Wow! Hmm. Wow! Mm. Auto harps. Auto harps. <laughs> <laughs> Activate. Um. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, I don't know if there are many um, more products in this movie to Bob be enjoyed. Yeah, I mean, Bob yeah, Dylan's Bob Dylan's sure. musical. His, his just like discography basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, listen to them. I mean, to be completely honest, modern folk music like yeah, mm-hmm. Marcus Mumford and shit, and the Punch Brothers. Yeah, yeah and yeah, the Punch yeah. Brothers like that. They their products are placed. Not in a hidden way you in know, this movie. Yeah, and it's and like, center. hey, remember, you want to listen to Mumford & Sons, Harry right? Harry Mulligan yeah, you is
3: married to that member of Mumford & Sons, correct?
1: Is she? I think so. Mary Mulligan. Y- Ma- That's what he did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> was he married once before? Because that would be a Mary Mulligan. Oh, nice. Yes, oh. yes he was. Oh, nice. Yes, I have and. I no idea. <laughs> yes, yes, and. and. Yes, no, just, and. see,
1: you know the improv tradition, yes, and? I just prefer yes. <laughs> I just agree but then I don't provide anything else for you to riff off. It's really fun. It's yes and scene. Yes, and we're done. Yes and scene. <laughs> anyway.
3: Anyway. <laughs> total total tangent not really in the context but you mentioned the coen brothers and we were doing the thanks coen brothers thanks. and i don't want to sh- i don't want to say anything negative about the the coen brothers yeah, specifically I don't but in watching this movie today i realized that you can break down every coen brothers movie into the same story they're mm-hmm. all basically the same plot you've got a protagonist who is an idiot or a jerk or both and people will tell him so to his face on the reg and it's almost exclusively a he and then he makes He gets really desperate because of external circumstances and makes a really terrible decision of some kind. And then that decision gradually ruins his life and the lives of everyone around him. And then depending on the movie, it's a flip as to whether that ends up getting resolved in his favor or very more often not. And then there's also usually something with babies. Uh, there's a lot of baby motifs in mm-hmm, their movies yeah. uh, and, and children and things like that. And then, yeah. And then yeah. John Goodman shows up and he's a dick. Right, he's
1: definitely there. I think, I feel like Fargo has the most exceptions.
3: See, no, Fargo, you like you got so? the main character. William H. Macy is an idiot. Like, he's a, uh, yeah, he, I guess, he, I guess if, yeah, and really, an, if you think of idiot William idiot H. H. Macy as the main him, character for that movie, well,
1: which I guess you should. So Yeah, yeah
3: well, fair. and there's always at least one character who is innocent, like the representation Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. innocence and they're usually the ones who either suffer the most or get out completely clean. Actually, no, they usually just get out completely clean. Um, There's a few characters like that in every Coen brothers movie where there's at least one purely innocent character. There's the wife in no country for old men. Yeah. Um, So pure.
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ. God. (laughs) What? I feel so awful right now. I'm going to use your shower really quick.
2: <laughs> so cute. Oh, never again. Thank
3: you. Uh, and then and in this movie, there's a couple of them, but I would say the, the soldier is probably the most pure. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Innocent yeah. little baby
1: robot. Just
0: pure yeah.
3: innocence. You know, and everything works out for him. Yeah. Everyone loves him and he probably gets a record deal. Even the people who are mean to and Davis like him. Yeah. Because he's lovable. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He connects mm. with people. I got to rewatch Hudsucker Proxy because I feel like there's exceptions there. Hudsucker Proxy
3: might, but it's also about a character who's kind of dumb, who people will tell him he's dumb. But then he does something that's like cool and smart, mm-hmm. and then he kind of loses it. That one, I guess, is the yeah. exception where he doesn't necessarily make the desperate decision. It's just that stuff's put upon him. And mm. he, yeah. well, But he does kind of end up trying to kill himself. He makes yeah. the hula hoop for kids. For kids. For kids. Yeah, yeah, this is Raising Arizona. Mm -hmm. Raising Arizona.
1: Burn after reading. Burn Mm -hmm. after reading. No country for old men. Uh, Yeah, they all have that.
3: True grit.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm.
1: More asshole, less
3: like dumb Even, even their adaptations it, but, uh, of yeah. other people's work ha- are around yeah. that same Which is theme why they adapt. Them. Of like a, <laughs> a, a main character who is despicable to other people and not necessarily to us, the audience. We might see mm-hmm. that their external circumstances circumstances have made them dumb or an asshole or something right, like right. that. Um, yeah. And ultimately I feel like, I don't know if this is true, but I kind of feel like the Coen brothers want us to kind of hate most of their main characters. Yeah, yeah like the, I feel like the films ultimately come down on no but they deserve what's happening to them mm-hmm. and I always feel uncomfortable <laughs> every one of their movies makes mm-hmm. me cringe because mm-hmm. it's good but it's like it makes me squirm yeah. and it's yeah. they're high quality but it always I can't watch most of them because they're right. so uncomfortable Yeah, I, I feel so much empathy for the people on screen <laughs> and they don't seem to have any for each other mm-hmm. and it's a bummer
0: and it's so hard to hate Oscar Isaac in general just because he's such so a charming hard. motherfucker yeah. he's so
1: beautiful <laughs> he does do. such a great job of making Making me think that he's a bad person a little bit in this movie. That sometimes
0: is <laughs> nice.
3: Is this his second time on our show?
1: Uh, let's see. There was uh, Ex
3: Machina. Was there third? third? Oh, third. Annihilation. And
1: Annihilation. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, because we made a joke about him. That's right. Being that same person. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's right. We did have a whole bit about that. Anyway, sorry. I just wanted to. I
1: just wanted to. I realized as I was watching it third this time? morning. Um, <laughs> That that's going on. It would be fun to uh, eventually, like once we get to like episode 100, just like tally up like how many times every actor has appeared on sure. the show. <laughs> it'd be Because you could just use IMDb. It would be pretty easy. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if it would be pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> it would probably take a lot of time. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it
0: could be fun. It could be fun. Maybe by the time yeah. we get to 100, we'll have like... A secretary. S- or like a fan <laughs> a that will just secretary. do it for a us. A fan, <laughs> yeah. A fan would be great. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then once they start doing that stuff for us, maybe the cool kids will start doing it for us too. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim reference. <laughs> nice. No, that's good. Uh, I approve. Yeah. Um,
3: any more product placement? <laughs> I
0: ideas? mean, I, don't I think kind of so. derail yeah, no, it. No, I think we yeah, I think okay. that derailment was after we already okay. it. had right.
1: sort of all settled
0: into
3: yeah. the idea that we have exhausted <laughs> we, we the product ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well that's that's good then, because yeah. uh, that folks is it for our context today. Wow. Yeah. Uh, today we ran through a whole bunch of different things to say about the film Inside Lou and Davis. We we did uh, what product placement is hiding in this movie.
1: Mm-hmm. We talked about what we would have to do to turn this into a horror movie.
0: That was mm-hmm. super interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about unreliable narrators. Yes, and we figured out that this is Die Hard. It yeah. sure is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's so wild that so many movies are Die Hard. Like you're talking about, yeah. you know, the Coen Brothers. All their movies are the same. All their movies are just Die Hard. <laughs> Every movie's just Die Hard. before Die Hard yeah. was Die Hard. Yeah. It's amazing.
0: By the way, I want to. I just want to have like a group hug that we were able to get through all the context we did this episode without being like, "Oh God,
1: that was the best we've ever done." Yeah, that was yeah. really good. <laughs> we, we,
0: we very
3: very rarely we were like, uh, "I think we all had ideas," yeah, yeah. which was good. Was pretty I cool. Didn't, uh, I didn't freeze. <laughs> um, it's never, just the pressure I of the situation. Thinks. It's yes. amazing. <laughs> mm. Probably shouldn't Let's do Batman, Batman and huh? Robin. Mm. Oh, that's yeah, Batman and Robin. That was the reference. The Ice thinking. Age! Yeah. The, the Iceman cometh. <laughs> and of course, my all-time favorite line from any Batman movie ever.
0: Cool party. <laughs> yeah. Got it so good. <laughs> Look at him stew. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Our former governor. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Wow. All right. We did it.
3: Uh yeah, we sure did it. Uh mm-hmm. thank you all for listening. David, do you have anything you'd like to plug?
1: Yes. Okay. That's it. I'm playing the yes and game with just yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I'd like to plug my button. I'd like to plug my other show,
2: Hypotheticast. <laughs>
1: yeah, shock jock radio. <laughs> uh I, it's a you know, listen to Hypotheticast every Wednesday. We put out episodes where we use our imaginations to answer weird hypothetical questions. It's pretty great and pretty fun. You would like it, I bet. Yes, available to listen to <laughs> on Tuesdays on Five Watt Radio, right? Radio Five Watt. Fuck. I always, I always say it that way too, so that's the only reason I caught it. Yeah, you can listen at uh, Tuesdays on seven uh, to. You can listen on Tuesdays at seven p.m. There we go, Central Time. I got it. Central Five Central
3: Watt time. Radio. Sweet. That's radio
1: 5 what fuck
3: me it's fine I it did, doesn't matter honestly
1: including me. that in the plug is really long and not worth it <laughs> that's true i bet i, it's I mean like, i would probably
3: just end up googling yeah it anyway. exactly yeah um, matthew do you have anything you would like to plug hello
1: hi yeah hi. That's, that's a call back to the beginning no that's good yeah <laughs> no. <laughs> uh
0: no oh, yeah but for reals my butt um for reals my butt <laughs> feels my butt. For he's real, the, my he's butt, the devil. A, a, I was just going
2: <laughs> ah, oh,
0: good job. All right. Uh so dumb. Uh <laughs> but uh I'm on Twitter at mbonbon. Um just retweeting puppy stuff and political stuff and film stuff. Yeah. Yeah, That's basically it. It's yeah. Mostly just retweets once it's in a puppies, while. It's puppies, politics and pictures. Yeah. PPP the and, and the movie Pixels. The pi- and Pixels? Yeah, and the movie Pixels. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hardcore <laughs> a Pixhead. Di- a
3: diehard Pixhead.
0: Pixhead. <laughs> <laughs> a real Pixie stick. <laughs> a real
1: hey, Pixie stick, that's, that's what we call ourselves. Hey, that's yeah. <laughs>
0: um. Um, and then as for a thing that I'd like people to uh, take the time to check out, um, if you have HBO or uh, have not been subscribed ever or long enough to get another 30-year oh, trial, yeah. uh, watch High Maintenance. It is a mm. delightful, wonderful, uplifting show about empathy, human connection, and a pot dealer. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's, yeah, it's really very funny. And, it's yeah, so charming. It mm. feels like a hug, man. Like, every episode Aww, is just... Like, sometimes... It <laughs> every episode is just... Uh, th- there's there's some where some bad things happen to people, and there's really not any redemption for that, but for the most part, like it just makes you feel better about being human. Just in general, it's really are they good. still
3: sticking to like the awesome. fifteen-minute
0: time?
2: Range?
3: No,
0: it's uh, ever since they went to HBO um, to make the like full seasons, they've been doing half-hour episodes. Okay, cool. But they still like float around, and it's about different people in different areas of the city, and the only through line is the dealer. But
3: That's yeah, awesome. It's very good. That's it's, awesome. It's really fun. It's yeah. a really good show. Wow, awesome! Uh, I would uh, like to plug. Um, oh i don't want to say it you can <sighs> i guess i want to plug my butt yeah
1: i guess you do um, <laughs> I... <laughs> no i got i got nothing this
3: week um you know i uh i still got my playlist my best of 2018 <laughs> playlist on there. spotify i started my 2019 playlist spoiler hey. alert first track is on there Ooh, Uh-oh. from uh, James Blake. Oh his new hell album yeah! They had had, a, had some really good songs yes, on it, it did. Uh, and so I, I slapped one of those on there. So, Ooh, it's, 2019 Ooh. is underway. It is February. Wow! Thanks yeah. for that
1: extra hour in there. That is real you nice. You are so welcome. <laughs> You're so fucking welcome. Yeah, it's about time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you did something for me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> thank you all so much for listening uh this has been contextual deviance. My name is christian Hagen that is David Gucci that is Matthew Bond what? and David, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with this week?
1: A holiday snow rains on an impersonal Nick <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thank you for listening to Contextual Deviance. You can find more information about us online at our website, contextualdeviance.wordpress.com. You can tweet at us at TextDeviance. You can email us at contextualdeviance at gmail.com. Thanks to Minneapolis' own The Badman for the use of their song Gun Tonic off the album Eat Clean. Day. This has been Contextual Deviance. My name
2: is Christian Hagen, and have a nice day. Have a nice day.